Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Man, probably a fun fact on me is that I like to read. Like I, I, I like to read. That's 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 a lost art nowadays. <laughs> oh, my great uncle is uh, Jesse Owens. He won four gold medals in 1936. Yeah. I always want to leave people with this, man. To all the viewers and everybody out there, man, make sure you guys finish the story. Make sure you guys finish your journey because somebody's gonna need it. Yeah. All you gotta do is push the bad button. That's all you gotta do. Push the back <laughs> Try not to think about the future too much, so you can maximize the now. Who the favorite rap artist? Man, to be honest, it's crazy. Tupac always been my number one. Right? Like he got, he got he got me through so much stuff. But Lil Wayne has been in the modern day. I said, what does it really take? What does it really take to be great, Drew? And he looked at me and he was like, you really want to know? And he was like, to be honest, everything you did to get here, you need to be consistent times 10. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy hump day. Hopefully everybody's doing well out there. It's your boy, Coach Lee. Welcome to the Nothing But Basketball Show. Man, it's Wednesday night. We're back at it like we're mad at it. It's time to run one with you guys. With that being said, I'm going to bring my boy in here. What's up, Coach Hill? How you doing today? Sir, you know what it is, man. You know what it is. Uh-oh, there go my boy, International. Yes, sir. International Leroy. Hey, with a capital R. That stands for Roman. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, worldwide, my boy. Yes, sir. Man, how's it going, fellas? Now I had to try and slide up in here, man. Like, what's good? Yes, sir. Indeed. Yeah, Bless not you. a damn thing. Vacation mode. <laughs> <laughs> I went and played out in the woods this weekend. But I'm back in civilization, so it's all good. Ah, so that's why you haven't been answering my phone calls. Huh? Okay, yeah, okay, I, okay. I have off the grid. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be out to bed soon. I'm gonna be doing something. You gotta, you gotta reset, brother. You gotta reset. Mm-hmm. But hey, Dude. man, Wednesday night, we saw we do our thing, and I believe we got a special guest today joining us. 
Yes, sir. I'll let Coach Hill introduce our special guest. All right, everybody, man. This is a good friend of mine, mentor. You know, I, I hit him up every time I need some information as far as just a vent to, man. It's my boy, Coach Jason Kelly, man, from uh, from Dallas, man. He, he has a lot of knowledge, man. That's my boy right here. Coach Kelly, how you doing? What's going welcome, on? Welcome, welcome. What's going on? I'm in this thing. Yes, how you doing, Glad to have you. So, man, glad to have you. Appreciate you sitting in with us. Getting a little bit of trouble, causing some uh, some internet trouble and whatnot. But hey, we just hang out, enjoy each other's company. Um, get these comments going in here tonight. Y'all know how we do it up here. But we're gonna go ahead and jump right into it. And you know, it's gonna be the basketball show if we weren't talking about the obvious going on right now, right? Definitely. Yes, sir. And, I, and the obvious is gonna be those damn NBA playoffs. We got the finals going. We had a first game last night with Phoenix taking a 1-0 lead in the best of seven series. Now, with that being said, you know, we had some expert predictions over the last couple of weeks. Some of us come to fruition, some hasn't. But regardless, been, how y'all feeling about it so far? I've been wrong <laughs> the whole time. But, hey, I'm going to be right right now, though. Hey, the Suns was looking good. At first, when I was watching the game, it's more going back and forth, back and forth, feeling each other out. Um, I feel like Giannis actually did pretty well, but man, them sons, CP3, and them boys, I feel like feel like they're gonna take it. You said Giannis did very well. I think he had like 20 points at most. Wait, what? He did better than he was I thought I thought he came back too soon. Exactly. Because I mean Hey, they look better without that young fella, just to be honest, you know, keep it 100. Because uh, if, you you know, we want to put it out there, I think Giannis, he came back this uh, soon because he's playing for his career. So, because they won, because he's been missing on too many occasions. Like, he still had, he didn't check KD, you know, he didn't, um, oh, wait, we got, oh, two bucks and seven? I'm going to take that. i take that. Talk that money up. But, um. Yeah, I mean, we don't. Yeah, get that comment on the tube guy. Uh, Bucks and seven. <laughs> Perfect setup by the Bucks. Yeah, not happening. That boy Sons. too. Suns all the way. <laughs> oh man! We got once they go, man. It's over, man. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. They, they can't handle it. They can't handle it. I mean, so the Bucks, they, you know, they just look like they can put up points. That's it. The Suns, that's the team to beat. Let's get it. Let's put Jay, uh, let's put Jonathan on that. Shout out to you, Jonathan, baby. Phoenix and six. You know, that's our uh, gaming manager. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's the same thing. Phoenix and six. Okay. What hey, man, I got to I gotta say something, man. You know, these guys that come on the show with uh, Coach Hill, man, they be some smooth-talking fellas, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he just slid that in a yeah, Phoenix and Six. You know what I'm saying? Y'all some cool cats, man. You know what I'm saying? I love you know how, you know, I'm always subscribed to the Cool Kids uh, magazine. I'll buy that. <laughs> so, Coach Kelly, so you call him Phoenix and Six. How do you think that happens? Yeah. Uh. I mentioned, somebody mentioned before that when Giannis got back in, uh, uh, they kind of look 
shaky. Giannis is actually an unorthodox player. He's a big man that tries to shoot threes, and it works against him. They almost got knocked out of the last series because of that. Uh, he has a tendency to do things that he's not great at. He should be still attacking the paint. No one can stop him in the paint. It depends on how Giannis plays. If Giannis tries to be the hero, they will win in six. If he doesn't play his position and force those big men to play him in the paint, Phoenix Suns will win this in six. And the reason why is going to be because of CP3 and Devin Booker. They ain't going to be able to stop those two. Plus, you got Aiden going to do his thing. He's going to play his role. Giannis is the pressure of getting there and being there is too much for him right now. If he doesn't understand, he has to settle down and play his position, allow the players around him to work through him in the paint. He almost messed it up last last series. They barely got out of that. They barely got out of that. Facts. And I, I, want, I want to say something, you know, piggyback off of that. You know, I said on the show, you know, even through, who's a bigger star? And I was like, Middleton. And they look a whole lot better with Middleton as being a star. And one thing that uh, Lopez, he did during the interview, he said when uh, he said when Giannis didn't play, the team played at a faster pace. And they got to slow down for Giannis, you know, when Giannis played. The game is slow when he plays. So, you know, we've seen the Bucks play at a faster pace and they won. They looked like a complete team when they played without Giannis. So if Giannis played, they lost, period. <laughs> Man, so Michael Wright said the Suns and four stop the madness. That's what I'm talking about sweet. right there. We talking about a sweet? I think it's going to be no sweet, Mike. Hey, you my boy, you my brother, but it's not going to be no sweet, Mike. You know that. It's not going to be no sweet. It'll be it'll be interesting, but it's not going to be a sweet. Get the sandman yeah. out of there, man. This is a tweet. Uh-huh. Hey. Mike Measy in the people house. What's up, man? Hey, people understand, when we talk basketball, you got to actually talk sense. You got to make sense. You got to go off of people's ability. You got to go off people's consistency. Giannis have a consistency of doing stuff that he ain't got no business doing. All you do, yeah. this goes perfectly in the coach's hand. All you got to do is just say, let him play how he want to play. If you want to play a three-point line, every shot that he missed will turn into a conversion. Every shot that he missed will turn into a fast break. He going to get tired. And then they're going to they slow the Bucks down more on offense. So you got to understand, like, it's the coach's dream to go against a superstar that want to do the most. That's how I beat teams. I beat the team with a superstar who want to score 50, 60 points at, at the team expense. You know what I mean? He think he helping, but he's not. The reason why they look better when he gone is because Milton and the rest of those boys that are playing actually play together. They play at a certain speed that Giannis can't upkeep. They got to understand that. Yep. He works from the damn three-point line coming downhill. He's not conditioned yep. like LeBron James. He's not conditioned like those guys, but he's trying to play like them. I wouldn't if I were him. He can't get stopped in the post. You had analysts talking all this shit about how uh, – what's his name uh, – Blake Griffin was playing defense on him. He wasn't playing no defense on him. He was just standing in the damn way. <laughs> You're not playing defense on him. Giannis did what he wanted to do against those guys. And they knew that. They couldn't stop so, him. But he stopped so himself. Like Michael Giannis stopped is, himself. So it sounded like Michael no is like, um, <laughs> he dedicated to that broom, man. Mike just talking hey, shit. Mike, hey, 
Mike, you get ready to buy some nachos and all that for game five and six. <laughs> it's going yeah. down. It's going down. You might as well throw a party for five and six, and you might get seven. If it goes to seven, then, then you might see Bucks pull it off. If it goes to seven. It has to go and, to six for Phoenix to get it knocked out the way. Just 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 because of an aging point guard in in uh, uh, CP3, you know what I mean. And you know they're gonna play physical on him, and he has to make it through those games. Right. So the the faster he gets this over with, the easier. When you get older, you can't play. You got to throw your punches out there and, and, and go and knock him out. Everybody know that. You know what I mean. Yeah. But it's the it's the healthier team. It's the smarter team that's gonna win. You know what I mean. And Giannis doesn't give them the upper hand if he plays freestyle like he do. I want to know where all this confidence come with the Bucks because who did they beat? I mean, the Suns to me that's the team to beat. The Suns got the confidence going into this. You know, the oh, Bucks. Oh yeah. You know they got they got a thing to lose. I mean, you know what I'm saying they got the most to lose. You know what I'm saying because they came in, they had so much success in the regular season. But yeah, this gonna be. You know, I think you know a lot of people expecting. I'm gonna ask you this question. <laughs> Is living up to the height, to the finals height. Off the first, you think game, who? Like off the first game, do you think this series? Because you know a lot of people didn't expect these teams to actually be in the finals. So do you think it's? Uh, do you think this team, this final series, is actually a good one that people are going to watch? Nah, it's going to have some low ratings oh. on it, I believe. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's gonna have low rates because nobody would expect this shit. But the thing about it, <laughs> this is <laughs> nobody expected. Real talk. You, everybody expected Brooklyn. They expected the Lakers. They expected yeah, the Clippers. Clippers. They expected other yeah. teams that was exciting with names. Injuries it. got them. All this, 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 this change of format and stuff got to them. But I put it like this: this is gonna be the most close to basketball anybody's ever seen inside a finals. Meaning Facts. that it is going to really go off of challenging people's IQs, challenging people's coachability, challenging coaches on strategies and changing up through the game. People that I understand, this is the perfect opportunity if you really, really am a fan, a student, or professor of the game, you're going to appreciate this finals more than any other finals. Because it's not going to be who got the best players. It's going to be who got the smartest players. Who got the players who know how to win any, by any means necessary? Who got the players who know how to adjust? And that's what's going to yeah. boil down to it. This is going to be the most complete finals you've ever seen. The other finals are basically weighed on who stayed in the game longer, who put, you know what I mean, who put their strategy together <laughs> and was able to execute. This is going to be a chess match. This is not going to be a cakewalk. So fans yeah. should be really happy about this because you don't have the usual people here. You know Great I mean? point. But That's what I'm talking like. How fans thing. are, I'm sorry, how fans are like, it's weird because, you know, you would think, you know, that more because we interview a lot of uh, international players and all of them say how the NBA is really fake basketball because it's set up for one, you know, one or two people to be successful. But that's right. what everyone wants. Like you said, now is the most time that you're going to really see a competitive game and it has low ratings. That just, right. it just, this is, this, is a, this is a legacy moment for everybody. Think about that. Everybody understand that. CP3. Think about CP3 playing 16 yeah. years, bro. 16 years and finally getting there. Think about Giannis. Giannis was in the running for being the best player in the world, top three, top five, when they was, analysts were talking about it years ago, right? The guy that got all the shit to prove, but nothing to back it up, no hardware. 
So the Ravens are not going to be that high just because it's not the biggest names. But there's a difference between fans and a difference between guys who really know basketball. Anybody who really knows basketball is going to appreciate this. Fans is going to do whatever. Man, you making some good points right there. That's that's that coach talk there, man. That's that coach Kelly, man. All day, every day. I'm just keeping it real, man. It's a difference between. I put like this. It's a it's a tear to this shit. If I'm talking to you guys about sports, it's different than talking to a fan. If I talk to a fan, he's just dick riding. She's just dick riding. She just want to see one player do good or one team do good. Not understanding that team may not be the best team out there. They may not be equipped. When you're talking to guys who know the game, they understand there's variables, there's factors, there's X factors that are all involved in this, and we know, deciphering through those, that who is really the best out there, who is really the, the, the elite or the elite coach or the elite athlete. A lot of these coaches, to be honest, NBA and even other leagues around the world, or benefiting off of having great players who are coaches on the court as well. So they don't really have to do much thinking. The players are doing this shit. It's like, if you have a LeBron James, what do you really have to do? Show you up. don't have to do much <laughs> as a player. Even as a coach, you just say, hey, LeBron, what you think going to work? And then he say, hey, man, just slow the pace down because we're going to be able to have this. Gonna have that. He knows, he he knows he other knows. team shooting percentages. I mean, this guy knows this guy in and out. Like, I mean, let, let's be for real. You drive us to the podcast. Honest, like, I'm like, you know, you're not going to appreciate this. this. Says, uh, I love this dude. <laughs> man, you're getting uh, fans already, man. Hey, <laughs> within the brain. You drive us to the podcast. But, man, you know, we got to get ready to quick, quick, quick. But, look, I'm going to be back with more of this, too, man. For real, Coach Kelly. Coach Kelly dropping jewels on the boys. We'll be right back. Take a quick commercial break, fellas. <laughs> Hello. What's up, world? Kyrie Robinson, man. New Orleans Saints veteran. Hey, man, make sure you guys go check out my guy, man, STWF. The media, man. Check them guys out. Y'all want to get sports talk, sports talks with players, with fans, anything like that, man. Go check them guys out, man. That's the place to be if you want to talk sports. Who that nation? Just like that. We back. Hi, guys. I just want to say hi. That was like the coolest thing, man. That's baby girl, man. All right, so we oh, so, talked about the finals. Oh, come on. For real. We had a, we had a, we had a show bone. We got to say something, man. Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> All right, so uh, next up we have <laughs> Utah Jazz. Well, hold on. Get Michael's comment on the screen. He says, get on the bird out the studio. <laughs> Boy, Mike's a fool, man. <laughs> 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 
So next up, so next up we have the Utah Jazz who are no longer in the playoffs. And we have um, the part of the ownership team is none other than Dwayne Wade. And there's some concerns about if he's going to vote for greener pastures or he's going to re-up with Utah when the time comes. So how y'all feeling about that? You said, what about this way? Donald, he's worried about Donovan Mitchell staying with the dad and his desire to do so. That's a messy situation. Because, I mean, to be honest, they only had Donovan Mitchell and a couple of the pieces. So, if you sit back and depart from that, which actually kind of got you as a solid team, not a championship team or necessarily a, a deep playoff run team, where do you go from there? Now you go straight into rebuild mode opposed to building around him. True. I mean, I, that, that's a sticky situation. I mean, I would hate to be D-Wading that, you know what I mean? Like, hey, man, we got to move away from you after you done told this kid that he's the face. He's been the face. When you look right. at them, you look at him. He goes somewhere else. He's gonna come back with a vengeance. I promise you. Every player do. Every <laughs> great player do. When they get moved, <laughs> yes. Every okay. Look at uh, what was that guy name? They call um, Lemon Pepper Lou. Lou Williams. Lemon Pepper Lou. Yep. With the Atlanta Hawks. Yep. Yeah. Mind you, remember that he was last year. He had all this stuff going on. All right. And look how right. deep they go. You see what I'm saying? It, yep. it, it, it does something to a player. A player comes back with vengeance. If, if, if they really a hooper, they really are an athlete, they're going to come back and they're going to play hard, hard. You know what I mean? So if I were them, I mean, if you want to try to move from them, but you're going to have to build a hell of a team. That, that That's 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 a, like a, a four-star, four-and-a-half-star player. I ain't going to call him a five-star player, but how many four-stars, four-and-a-half-star players like him that you're going to find out there in the market? You can't keep putting three other stars together and say, oh, we got three stars. No, that's not enough. You got three one-star players. That four and a half is hard to replace. So if they if they go on, hey, I wish them best, but uh, what's going to happen is D-Way going to get a lot of bad press behind it. I promise you that. They're going to say, hey, since he's been owner, they went down, they went this, they went that. And to be honest, they got to say in a tough situation, salary caps, all that shit. He's walking into a situation where he's like, now I have to make some executive decisions that people are going to blame me for. The same thing happened to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan technically didn't know what the fuck he was doing. He was a great player, but he's not a great GM. You know what I mean? At he's all. like one or two Facts. players, but you don't know, talk about you know, that. Shows ago. Together. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it might be the same way, but, but I think d way going to be better. So, yeah. So, I think I, agree. You know, you actually made a valid point about, you know, D-Wade, since he's taking over. If he leaves, he leaves, he's doomed. If he stays and they don't have the same success on the court, he's doomed. It's kind of a lose-lose situation for him. Yeah. Either way, like you're saying, it's a lose-lose situation. So, I think, and I see Spider... It's time for him to go do something else, man. It's time for him to go explore something else, man. Because like Coach Kelly was saying, what are they going to bring in? 
Uh, they got to bring in certain caliber players to match his energy, to match his intensity. You know what I'm saying? So my whole thing is like, hey, if they're not going to do that, which they should have been doing, it's time for me to go, man. Like, it shouldn't just be happening now because things are changing. You should have been had people around me because we are a solid team. We we were we are contenders, but now it's like, well, like you said, Coach Lee, it's a lose lose situation. Hey, in life, sometimes you gotta take losses and bounce back from them. So I think in the long run, it'll help Utah. You know, they'll bounce back one day. But hey, I think it'll help Spider's career too to go somewhere else. My thing is. There ain't no jazz in Utah, and damn sure ain't no basketball team. They took my New Orleans jazz, so, hey, I want them to forever be trash. Let me just throw that out there. <laughs> now that we going to talk about, you know, the actual game, you know, an actual Donovan Mitchell, I mean, you know, he came to a poor situation. Like, who, you know, once again, it came like the jazz hadn't been hot since Carl Malone. You know, so, I mean, for him to get drafted there, get him to get picked there, you know, it was a – kind of like going to the Cleveland Browns. And it's a time for, you know, it's time for the Utah for them to make a business decision and make the assessment because they're not getting better as a team. They actually had the same expectations this year as, as it was last year. So, you know, I think it's time for him to go and, you know, try, you know, and take his talents and move to South Beach, as they say. <laughs> South Beach. He needs to move from up there in Mormon's, uh, Mormon's town. <laughs> yeah. You know, if he moves so he lose, they're going to say that he wasn't effective in Utah, so he ain't effective nowhere else. You already know that where the narrative is going to go. Exactly. They're going to try to demonize him if it's based upon where he wants to go and where he thinks he'd be successful in. Basis, the, the, the Utah Jazz just making a business decision. You know what I mean? But that, to your point, that comes with being a star. You know, everyone, just like with LeBron, when he decided to move around, KD, that comes what happens. So he has to be mentally tough for that, either way it go. Because if he stays, he's going to have to deal with a team that he's not meeting expectations on. And if he goes somewhere else, they're going to, you know, they're going to tarnish his, uh, his name. So he's going to have to have that chip on his shoulder, like you say, to make it through. Michael says yeah, the talk, only thing Utah, Utah needs to get prepared now. for. Ain't nobody trying to go to Utah. Right. right. And that's exactly why they got D-Wade. Mike's right. 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 So, two said so he needs to stay, stay, stay in Utah and remain at number one. If we having these conversations, he's not no he's no longer number one. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. Boom. And you know, one thing that we all one thing that we all can I guess agree or even argue. I want to debate this. D Wade and the unions, they can handle bad publicity. <laughs> so I mean, you know, they they ain't tripping if they got a sorry team, a good team, a contender. Look, they just they just along for the ride, yeah, but they might build a <laughs> compound under the goddamn gym. Got gym. Sorry. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that <boy is> crazy. <laughs> oh man. So these next couple of you know time frames gonna be kind of important. We'll see where he ends up going. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. 
So we're gonna take our last break of the night before we get to those those uh terror man updates from the mighty coach here. Yes, sir. So we'll be right back in about 20, 25 seconds. Hey guys, it's your girl Tamara Moore, former WNBA guard and current head coach at Masabi Range College. I want to give a big shout out to STWF Media, the big brand, for showing love and always being about those good sports. Make sure you guys show them love. You and your community can join them every week to talk about sports. Shouts out to them and make sure you check them out. Like that. Like Shout out to you Shout too. Appreciate you. that, man. So, East Coast. <laughs> so, <laughs> y'all know what time it is. It's time for a man, Coach Hill, to bless us with the graciousness of the happening and whatnot. Of the mighty you are whole lot of stuff this way, man. So, um, we had our first round game this past weekend, man. We beat a team 138 to 96. Um, it was LW Cyclones. I mean, it was cool. It is what it is, man. In a game like that, since we don't practice a lot, we definitely try to work on plays and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, hey, we knew coming into that game we had to execute and, and take care of business. Um, I'm still not happy with the defensive end of the, of the game, but, hey, at the end of the day, um, we'll get it together um, going into next week's game. I have some stats for y'all, man, for y'all listening, man. You know, you got T. Shaw with 14 points, eight rebounds, two assists, one block, three steals. You got Chaney. My boy Chaney's back off that hamstring injury, man. You know, he's he's looking kind of shaky, but he, he'll be all right, man. He got to come back 100%. But he had 17 points, three rebounds, five assists, two steals. Um, then you have Chance Gibson with nine points, six rebounds, two assists. Then you have uh, Peyton Casares, which is a, a new player to our team. Um, he had 23 points. Yeah, and y'all can barely see that, but it's all good. You know I post stuff all the time. Y'all good. 23 points, five rebounds. You know, he's a role player. So he, Coach Kelly knows about role players. So this guy plays his role very well, very well doesn't complain, does what he needs to do. Um, then you have Martez Young, who only had four points, five rebounds, six assists. Um, he did the dirty work that game, man. So. Then you have uh, our player of the game, Devon Wilson. You know, he had, he's had he been on the show before. He, you know, holds the Waco Terror record for three-pointers made. He had 41 points, four rebounds, three assists. Um, he also hit 13 threes in that game, um, which that that's a big accomplishment. But, you know, hey, shout out to that boy, man. Um, finishing it up with Logan Hicks with 25 points, four rebounds, three assists. And, um, you know. That's what it is, man. So big shout out to those boys, man, for doing what they do. Um, we have the also we have the playoff games. We're in the quarterfinals. We'll be there's Devon Wilson shooting a three like he does, man. Um, we're moving on to the quarterfinals. We'll be taking on the number one seeded um, Dallas Heat in Dallas um, in McKinney, as a matter of fact. So all the fans, man, I'll post in the group. The address, man, let's get out there. Let's support the terror, man, because, you know, we need all the support. And we know we have fans all over the state, all over the country, man. So um, we'll be play, playing the number one team. Uh, we're looking to win that game. Any, we, and by any means necessary, man, it's going to take the defensive end first and just hustle and not stop playing, playing four quarters of basketball, 
one quarter at a time, one possession at a time. Um, right here, we have the other playoff matchups. You know, you have the number two seed versus the number seven seed, the DTX Wolfpack versus SBA Elite out of H-Town. Um, then you have the DFW Gorillas versus I Got Next out of Austin. And then you have um, the Texas Tribe out of Houston versus the Austin Elite team out of Austin. So um, there's some pretty good matchups there. You know, don't let the number eight in front of our logo fool you because we, we come and we have something to prove. That's how them hawks work. Yeah, you know we 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 a little hungry. You see the fatigues, man. That's what we wearing this weekend because we going to war. We know what it is when we have when we we go into hostile territories. So, and I'm not even playing. I mean, we coming. So we we gonna do what we do, man, and and keep it basketball. And uh, let's go out here and enjoy ourselves. That's what it is. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely, definitely got a uh, rock yeah, make sure you drop that date because I want to, uh, you know, I'm going to try to get out there. Yeah, as soon as, uh, as soon as the coach from the other team lets me know what time the game is, I mean, it's going down this Saturday, fam. So I'm guessing maybe five o'clock, five thirty. Um, okay. In okay. So we, we gonna keep my groupie shirt. Get my uh, wake up tail groupie shirt, man. All that. All I'm that, in man. There. We in that thing. We repping for real. And then you know, I got a few questions for my man Jason Kelly too, man. That's why I brought him on. Yeah, as you can see, he's very knowledgeable, man. He gonna let you know what it is. And hey, if you don't like it, get off the get off the shit, man. Close your ears, whatever, man. But um, you know, I just have two questions. I mean, y'all have have however many y'all got, man. But uh, I've learned a lot from you, uh, Coach Kelly just by talking to you and becoming friends over the, the X amount of years. So um, one of my questions is what motivates you to keep, and I've asked this before, but Hey, I'm all about motivation. What motivates you to keep coaching and impacting lives just like me with adult men? You know, we both had our, our run-ins with these guys, man. And it's nothing, nothing. We're not throwing shade on nobody, but Hey, what keeps you motivated to keep wanting to mold and help men grow mentally? said right there i mean uh, a lot of these guys don't understand uh, the accountability that we give them is kind of be that they supposed to have in life so a lot of these guys think that's because they've grown uh they're in a position to make all the right decisions and that they have all the answers and they don't this basketball and the sports industry is just an avenue of, of what i would call another parenting extension or teacher student moment for them and they don't understand it. They, they think that they have all the answers. They think that uh, they have all the solutions to every problem that they have. And they don't understand the reason why they're in a position because they fell somewhere. We are, mm. to a lot of players, the ugly truth. Every time I turn around, I have to tell a player, you're not as good as what your mom and daddy thought you was. You're not as high as the high school that you was at was because you got to go against everybody. So when a person come to me and I tell them, hey, man, I need you to do a certain thing that you do well, and that's it, they look at me crazy because they think that I'm supposed to kiss their ass or they earn something, and they don't understand. You have to take it from everybody. You can't just earn it from your homeboys and your friends around you. Anybody a lot of you that's close to you and say, hey, man, you the shit. You don't got nothing else to learn. You ain't got nothing else to do in life or nothing like that, but you only went this 
the spar and the ceiling is is higher. So for me, when I look at these players and I motivate them, I want them to do great things. Some of them don't understand that because they the toxic part of their masculinity and ego getting away, so that they don't want to listen to another man telling them what to do. But I tell them, if you don't listen to me, you'll listen to failure. I said, but you're not allowed to fail me. You can fail yourself. You can't fail me, homie. You're going to fail somewhere else. You know what I mean? You got to get some instructions. You got to get some ism. That's, that's just the game. A lot of these players don't understand. It's the ism. If they go on this, the, the mind frame, they come into a place, they say, hey, I got something to prove, and they act like they don't. It's okay to be the man here in Dallas, but you got to understand, this world is bigger than Dallas. You can beat a lot of people out to be the big dog. A lot of these guys, when they go out there on that court and they play in these competitions, they only do well against guys that they're better than. If they go against equal talent and they go against equal dog or more of a dog, they're going to fold. You know what I mean? They don't understand about going on the road and playing against people you don't know in a hostile environment and having to come out on top and force them to understand your greatness, force your greatness upon them. They don't understand that. They're used to beating mm. people that they're used to beating. And they're used to the same people patting them on the back, whether they do good or bad. There's plenty of guys out here that are being celebrated like fools. And the problem is, I'd rather be that true to them, that ism, than to be some fool right along with them clapping for them. Because I'm setting them up for failure. Because they don't understand. I've seen it. I've been in that arena. I understand what it means to go against athletes that are just good, good, good. They don't need a crowd. Matter of fact, when they go out of town, they play better. These wow. guys here today, these athletes here today are expecting to everybody to be a fan of them. I'm not a fan of them. I'm a supporter. There's a difference. I want you to do great, meaning that I don't have to tell you that you're great all the time. I'm never going to tell you you did good enough. I'm going to always ask more of you because I want you to dominate. These guys don't understand about dominating. They understand by just beating guys that they beat before. Well, needless so to, ask, to, to ask you the question, do you give trophies for second place, Coach, huh? <laughs> you say what? I say needless to ask, do you give you say uh, what? trophies for second place and participation trophies? Hell I can hear no. your delivery. You don't... Because uh, to be honest, man, I'm going to tell like this. Let's tell like this. You know, not to get too raw, <laughs> but you wouldn't Talk. give a prostitute credit for almost... Busting the nut, right? <laughs> huh? That's amazing for you. So why would you give credit to an athlete for almost being the best? No. I can't give a credit to a seven-foot dude getting a rebound over me. I'm 5'5". Five, five. You're supposed to do that. That's the Real tough. Real tough. At least today think that if you ain't patting me on the back, a hater of mine. No, I'm not. I'm actually trying to build you up. It's the ism that you don't be used to. It's something that your mama, your daddy, your cousin, your auntie, and them never told you. They never told you, you, hey, girl, you not that pretty. There's going to be other prettier girls out here. They never told you, hey, dude, you not that nice. They told you you the best person in the world. They told you the best they ever seen. They bought you the fucking horse that you didn't earn. But you got to They can't shoot a jump in the Say that they can't but you got to add to that to put them on Instagram with a hashtag. 
So, but yeah, they definitely highlight they that, that type of behavior. They call themselves a shooter. Who do that? Who shoots under fifty percent? Call themselves a shooter. Facts. That's what they doing. They buy expensive ass two, three hundred dollars shoes, and they shoot jumpers like Shaq shoot free throws. Wow. Come on, man. Like it's, it's just the game. But Let me ask you this, coach. I got a, I got a question for you. So, you know, I was a teacher, and one thing that a lot of uh, parents used to say, a lot of teachers, coin this phrase, well, there's not an unteachable child. So, you know, I, I bought into that. But I do sometimes feel like there's an uncoachable kid because maybe they don't understand the whole idea of organized ball. You know what I'm saying? They still black top is all about me. So what do you think about that? Is there a such thing as an uncoachable kid or player or adult? There's an uncoachable kid, an uncoachable teacher, an unreasonable person, too. All that is this. If, like I said before, you don't pay the price to your bus. Okay? These kids out here, these adults and these and these grown-ass people who don't want to be coached up, don't want to learn nothing, at a certain point in time in their life, it becomes a choice. That means it becomes stupidity. It goes from ignorance, from not knowing, to stupidity. And a lot of these people are choosing stupidity. A lot of them come in to organizations, have coaches that are trying to help them out, and they say, I ain't going to do that because you told me to. Not that it's wrong. It's just you said it. And then you know what happens when they have that? They have the dumbass support system behind them telling them, that's right, baby. It's a dumbass friend. A dumbass cousin, a dumbass mama, or a dumbass daddy that tells their kids that you ain't got to listen to nobody because he don't know what he's talking about. But but (laughs) they dumbass people ain't put them in position. Facts. They ain't got no Well put. They ain't coaching. But they'll tell the coach, don't talk to my son like that. If your son don't want to be talking like that, tell him to go join your team. Then he got to sit his ass in the bleachers with the parents. And, you know, and that's one thing that I feel that's missed, that's missing through the youth sports now, the true meaning of sports. Like, it's competitive nature, it's sportsmanship, and being on a team. Because, you know, like myself, I, I'm an only kid. So I learned how to be a team player by being on a team. You know, but now, you know, like you say, these parents telling exactly. these kids, oh, it's all about you can't tell no one. You messing this kid up isn't, a, you know, as you know, messing up their skill set growing up. What happens is when kids get like that, and, and Coach Wim couldn't contest this because we've been in the same building, we watch grown ass kids act a fool. When kids grow up, right, and they're learning exactly what you say, International Leroy, as soon as they learn that, they have a hard time socializing as an adult. They don't have a healthy relationship even at home, so they can't have a healthy relationship in public. So every time I turn around, you know what I do when I watch players make the fool? I watch who's going to be able to calm them down. I look to see if the coach is going to be able to say, hey, man, stop that. I look to see if their mama going to be able to tell them to stop that. I look to see if they kids, seeing their kids is going to be able to stop them and calm them down. Hell, even their spouse. When you look at that type of activity, you look at the type of demeanor and mannerism, you understand there's never been a limitation put on that person. There's never been a hierarchy put in place. There's never been wow. that they had to be in company with, that they had to stay in line with. Wow. That's the reason why you got, got, got it like that. Mm. Hey. Man, 
that was, that's, that was true. that's true. Right. That's, that's it. Right. That's it. So my so, last question. You know, gotcha. Uh, what was your most hard call as a, being a coach? Because you know, me is like me when I was teaching. My my. Some may say the hardest thing was suspending the kids, but hell no, I was suspending them badass kids, so that wasn't the hardest thing for me. But the hardest <laughs> thing for me being a teacher is seeing some kids miss the mark and not understand. You know, just watching these kids miss the mark and don't care. So as a coach, you know, what is your hardest decision? What is your hardest moment as a coach dealing with the team as a player? That's for me. Yes, sir. That was for you, Coach Kelly. Sorry. I, I, I put it like this. My hardest part is watching a guy lose out on his potential. I Damn. hate great, lazy players. Great, lazy players who's so hard-headed, who got so much ego, so much pride, because they ain't went nowhere because of them. And you can't tell them it's their fault. And you're like, damn. Boy, you should be somewhere. Damn, you should have this. Damn, you should you should be in the NBA or whatever. And they look at you like, I ain't trying to hear that shit. And I'm like, why are you even around? <laughs> Facts. Facts. <laughs> like, why, why are you even around? It's just like walking into a, a, a club or record or whatever, and you see a pretty lady, and you try to talk to her, she got a bad attitude. You say, well, why are you pretty, folks, if you're going to be ugly on the inside? Facts. <laughs> you say nobody say hello to you. You say nobody say good morning, but your attitude so bad, all of that out of beauty looks bad now. And it's the same way with these players. That's the hardest part is watching great players fail themselves. And I, I just shake my head. It's hard to motivate a person who has all that ability, has all that talent, and you try to build up the skill set so it can last longer. And they just say, I don't care. Just give them the failure that, that they want. That's why I tell coaches, clean it up. Just kick them off the damn team. They don't want to be successful. Give them to a dog that want to eat. This dog don't want to eat. He the big dog, but he want to be big dog. He want to be big dog. Now, mm. push my way. Damn, look. Okay, thank y'all. Look, you dropped the mic on that. Coach Kelly, that was good. That was good. Well you know what I'm saying? I'll double salute I'll double to you, brother. Salute, you got anything, Coach Lee? You can't teach no student don't want to learn, man. That's just how it is. It's, it's the game. It's the ism straight up. If they don't want to learn, don't teach them. It, it, I mean, I learned a long time ago. First thing, listen, you ain't no sense keep talking to them. You talk to your damn self. All you do is... Facts. You understand the language you're speaking. That's all they need to understand. If they understand the language, then they, hey, did you hear me? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you didn't do what I tell you to do. Okay, so that's the choice. Okay, now the relationship that we both have ain't what we're supposed to be. I tell players all the time, and you can go back and look at my workout, fails on, on, on the uh, guy that was coaching. I tell them, look here. When they start with the organization, I tell them, I coach, you play. Do not fuck that up. Do not fuck that relationship up. Mm. Don't make it a time where you don't want to play and don't make it a time that I can't coach you. Because we're not going to do this like a toxic relationship like you got at home or something. I don't stay with you, so I ain't going to play with you. Okay, you dropping some balls. I'm using that. 
<laughs> you, know that, you know that with your old lady. Do that with your old lady. Do that with your kids. You're a grown man. I'm going to treat you like a grown man. I'm going to tell you your opportunities going to be uh, far and, and, and less in between. You understand what I'm saying? But the problem is everybody got to tighten up the game. The game got to tighten up. Everybody going to be on the course. Say, man, we ain't dealing with no hard-headed players no more. We ain't dealing with the knuckleheads. Say, bro, you want to fight and all that? Go ahead and go. Don't need you here. I don't give a damn how many times you can Zero oh, tolerance. That's, that's that Dallas that's coming that, out of that, that South Dallas swag. You know what I mean? Like, say, bro, say, bro, say, bro. That's real talk, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you get like that, you're like, uh-oh, no. Coach Kelly getting crazy. <laughs> hey, hey, he, hey he's always done. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm and that's how you get respected. You gotta be straight up with him. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, like you know, nothing but real. Like man, you dropped a lot of leadership, coaching notes on this show, man. Appreciate that. We about to get uh, you know, get ready to wrap things up. Coach Lee, you got any questions? You got, we can't hear you, man. You, 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 we hear your lips moving, but we can't hear nothing uh, coming out. My bad, you hear me now? Yes, sir. <laughs> Now, I just want to say, man, Coach Kelly, we appreciate you jumping on here with us today. You know, like, uh, what's his name now? International Leroy Jr. says. Wow. You shared a whole bunch of knowledge with us and our listeners. And, hey, it's refreshing to hear because this day and age, there's a lot of people that still don't subscribe to that narrative. They want to cater to these superstars, these athletes and whatnot, and nobody is going to be bold enough to tell them like it is and hit them in the mouth. But guess what? If you outside of that arena or that competing area, when you're in the game, you know, the game of life, nobody's going to kiss your butt. They're going to tell you like it is, and you're just a number in the cog. So at the end of the day, you can't be pampered. You can't expect the world to operate like that. And we need more basketball coaches, more teachers, more lecturers, and things like that, like you gentlemen up here today. Because if not, we're going to continue to go down this narrative of just people being soft and can't handle constructive criticism and everybody getting these participation trophies. And that's why we're at, you know, why we're at where we're at now. Well, I want a trophy. We got to give you a trophy, Coach Kelly, for participating in our show. <laughs> but I guess we got to get a uh, shout-out. So definitely give a shout-out to uh, Sean's Athletic Gear. Y'all go check it out for any sports and apparel. It's Sean, S-H-A-U-N, athleticgear.com. Got all the new clothes, all the gear, jerseys, hats, joggers, trainers, everything. Check it out. Definitely gotta give a shout out to Brand. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of good stuff going on. Shout, spot out, shout out to Spotify, Apple, iTunes. Y'all check us out on all streaming platforms. Man, but that's all I got, man. You know, I gotta get back to what I was doing, man. I'm internationally known on the microphone. Oh, 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 sorry. That's that's for Thursday's show. <laughs> but man, that's all I got. Appreciate y'all, boys. Man, who uh what you got up, Coach Hill? For your shout outs. Shout out, boys! Our man, shout out, Coach Kelly, for coming on, dropping them jewels on everybody, man. If people didn't, shout out. if people didn't hear you, they wasn't really listening. They missed the whole message. All the, all that advice, all that just went right over their head. But hey, you touched a lot of lives today on the show, man. So shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to Coach Lee, International Lee Roy Jr., man, for allowing uh, Coach Kelly on, man, and for allowing me to still be on this thing, man. 
fetching lives as well, man. Salute y'all boys. Oh man, we part of the brand, man. That, like I said, that was a, my father was shout out to uh, Coach Kelly, man. Like yeah, shout out to you for coming hanging out with me. Like, get a little crazy with us. We was on our best behavior today, so you know, don't fall us. <laughs> what you got any shout outs before we get up out of here? Coach Kelly, you got any shout outs? Oh, shit. Shout out to y'all. Just having me, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, shout out to y'all. You know what I mean? Each and every one of y'all, man. Thank you, brothers, for having me on. You know what I mean? Shout out to those who are tuning in. Uh, tune in for some more ism. You know what I mean? Some more game. Apply it as needed. You know what I mean? Just like that. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Just apply it as me, man. Yes, shit. sir. All right, Coach Lee, what you got for yeah. us? Get us up out of here. Oh, oh, wait, you know what? We got Coach Lee. You give us a, uh, you know, you give your shout out. We got to let Coach Kelly, man. Coach Kelly, you're going to have to close out the show for you. know, tell the viewers, thank y'all. Like, we'll pull up uh, Russell Simmons. Thank y'all for coming. God bless you. Good night. But before we let you close us out, Coach Lee, you got any uh, shout out? Hey, as always, I enjoy doing, you know, every show that we do. Coach Kelly, again, we appreciate you coming on with us, brother. You're welcome back anytime. Like, comment, subscribe. Let people know we out there. Most there. Most there. It's on you now, Coach. We waiting for you to close us out. We all looking at you. Like, you got to let us close the show, sir. You say what? We waiting on you to close the show. You got to tell, you know, pull a Russell Simmons. Thank y'all for coming. God bless you. Good night. We waiting on you to close us out. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Well, thank all you guys in the atmosphere coming out, watching the show. Hope y'all learn something. Uh, learn something, earn something, apply it. You know what I mean? Uh, don't deny it. Coach Kelly, and I'm out. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.